everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I am Jackie Reed. I'm Joanne Reed. What's up, cousin? I missed you. I missed you, too. You were in another state. I was. And also in another physical state because you weren't feeling well. I know. You were talking like this. Uh, which makes it worse. At Whispering the Super is Bowl. Worse. Let me tell you. So I lost my voice uh, the Tuesday before the Super Bowl. Right. Couldn't go into my TV job on Wednesday, um, the job I do in New York and Boston. <clears throat> but I flew out that night to go to Atlanta. But my voice at that point was kind of like it is now, but maybe a little bit worse. Right. But no, it was worse. It was worse because when I opened my mouth on Tuesday when I went to work. Yeah. I was, <laughs> and I was like, I said out loud live on the air. Oh, my God. My voice sounds crazy because <laughs> I was trying not to talk. Right. To let it rest. And I did join her this morning. It didn't sound great. But TV, it was terrible. So I took the day off. But as I went to the Super Bowl, it progressively got worse. As I went yeah. to Atlanta, it progressively got worse. And <clears throat> it wasn't until Saturday that I... Because yeah. usually, I mean, who amongst us that work in broadcasting yeah. has not lost their voice? Exactly. But I was thinking, oh, it'll go away. Some hot you know, tea. Yeah, right? I'm hot tea, cough drops, lemon, honey. I'm doing the whole thing. Right. So, no, it doesn't get better. I'm supposed to do AM Joy yes. with the great Joy and you were booked on Sunday and had to cancel because yes. when I woke up on Sunday, mm-hmm. I was like, and, and I got Nothing. a text from you, right. which I then immediately forwarded to Danielle Moody Mills, who very graciously stepped in for you. She but did, and we she was missed great. you because it was Melba and fashion and fun. I have FOMO like it is nobody's business. It was literally a segment just made for oh. you. And um, so I'm, we miss you. Thank, thank, thank you though to Danielle Moody Mills. The Moody yes. Millses are with us, so God bless her. She did a great her. job. She She's filled amazing. in, did a great job. Yeah. But yeah, so so well, give me a little of the Super Bowl experience because I I will admit I slept instead of watching. I did not watch the Super Bowl. You and a lot of other people. But I did take home two a big tray of Melba's food because Melba came. She was part of the show. <laughs> Melba Wilson. Well, I got threatened by my daughter, by your your dog, your dog dog sitter, my who boo. said I would not be allowed back in my house if I didn't bring her <laughs> Melba's food. So we brought Melba. We had Melba's, um, uh, you know, Jay, Jamar and Jason, the, the husband and the son. And Jason was the only one who was watching it. So you all had a Super Bowl event at the house but you did not watch the game there was no super bowl event literally my our middle son was in his room playing video games jason watched my husband was watching it until he got bored and changed the channel because apparently the game was really boring and i took a nap i was asleep and when i woke up my whole phone was full of snarky tweets about the halftime show and how bad the game was that halftime show was it was so bad. The tweets were delightful, though. I had and to say. And I, again, I love Maroon 5. She will be loved. Right. I love Adam Levine. Mm-hmm. I love the group. I People love to didn't see love them. Then. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl performance, halftime show, right. it's beyond the point of time when it could be a concert. Right. It is no. It has to be a show. It, ha- and, right. it has to be a spectacular extravaganza yes. show. It cannot True. just be a concert. Especially when you've had Beyonce and you've had Prince and you had Lady Gaga Michael coming Jackson, in from the ceiling. Michael Katie Jackson. Perry and even. what was done to Janet? Because I heard there were some people who had some nipple shade because, you know, Les Moonves apparently, you know, had it in for Janet because her nipple actually showed. And but apparently Adam Levine showed all nipple. Yeah, well, you know, double standards double for boys standards. and girls because he took his shirt off. And for the whole world to and see all of his And that was supposed to be like the thing to make it. Because people were like 
So, okay, can I just read you some of my favorite tweets from the halftime show? <laughs> you love again, shade. I didn't see the game or the show, and I was, you know, I was hoping the Rams would win, so I, I was glad I didn't watch the game because I would have been upset. Yeah. But okay, so my, one of the favorite tweets. This is from Myra, who tweeted, "Maroon Five is like if Mayo had a sound." <laughs> <laughs> Ellie Mistal, who we love, who's uh, often on AM Joy, right. uh, tweeted, this halftime show makes me want to try opioids. <laughs> <laughs> former former Obama administration official Dan Pfeiffer, this is the Howard Schultz of halftime <laughs> shows. Okay, one more. <laughs> Jamel Hill. She Ooh, had I some love. good ones that night. We love Jamel. That's we our girl. Her. If gentrification were a Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> so cruel. Okay, one more. Black Aziz Ansari, who's one of my... Black Aziz Anansi, I'm sorry. Um, his tweet was, Travis Scott and Maroon 5 are what happens when you let Pepsi put together your halftime show instead of Coke. Oh. One more. John Pavlovitz tweeted... This is the fire festival of Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> so, okay, can I play one more? Okay, two more. Um, and th- this one is a serious one. I love one. how tickled you are by uh, this. Isn't it horrible? Um, <laughs> it's cute. Steve Kish, free your mind, kid. Imagine, uh, imagine if, uh, imagine the half to- uh, the halftime talent we could have had if Kaepernick was in the league, and that's real. They would had they would had Nicki Minaj, they would have had Cardi B, Rihanna. It, it, they would had Rihanna. I mean, they could have had the biggest and the most spectacular. And they still would have had Gladys Knight. And they still- <laughs> Look, don't get me started, Auntie Gladys. I can't. Don't make me upset. Okay, Steve Clemens just heard from a friend that both these teams are playing like the like the one that wins has to go to the White House. <laughs> I saw that because it was boring. And the last one and my final one, everyone friends. This is the Maroon 5 of Super Bowls. Da da da, tippy waiter. <laughs> See, I don't, I will say, <clears throat> while funny and clever, <laughs> I do not think it is fair yeah. to say that it, it, Maroon 5 did what Maroon 5 did. And they're a great group. And they're a great group. Yeah. In another arena, yes. in another venue, at another time. Yeah. But the thing that bothers me is you're not going to let black people headline. Or, well, I'm not going to say that because they, they did, didn't want they to. Did, they didn't want to. Yeah. But then you're going to sprinkle it with, a, I don't, you didn't see it, but there was a gospel choir of all black that. people. There was this really interesting drum line, which in Atlanta, you got a drum line that's not all black or at least majority black, which right. was crazy. Yeah. You know, and then they have Travis Scott and Big Boy um, come out. And like Big Boy did one song, and apparently came out and went away, and yeah. went away. Like a cuckoo clock. So you needed that flavor, yes, to add in Atlanta, yes, right in Atlanta or yeah. anywhere. If Maroon Five had been at, if they if they were to perform at the Super Bowl in Miami next yeah. year, you still at this point the Super Bowl has surpassed being a concert. That's right. And I wish the NFL would. Well, I wish they would get a lot of things. Yeah. But I wish that they would get that as well. At least they didn't put Prince on a sheet. Remember when Justin Timberlake put Prince uh, on a sheet? On a bed sheet. On a bed Because sheet. while there were a lot of artists that did not perform or, or did not, they, that were, were declined. There were a lot of other artists in Atlanta like Jermaine Dupri and Ludacris yeah. who would have happily yeah. taken the stage. And I think that. Oh, Jermaine Dupri could have put on like they all the hits from his. They had him do a side concert. His, yeah, he did a side concert, mm. so I had an issue with that. Being from Atlanta, yeah. and the music there that is celebrated, that would have been nice. And they sh- and the thing was, 
from what I, again, not having seen it, but the some of the shade that I heard was that the NFL was going out of their way, like they had um, Bernice King do something, like they right. were trying to make it like we love you, black people, we love black people, and it's like that's lame. I know, just like Kaepernick play, and then all the big stars, and you could have a real Super Bowl halftime show because when it's boring like that, Ugh. it detracts from the game, and then apparently the game was boring. Yeah, so you have a boring game where the team that most people dislike wins. By, like, you know, a, a field goal or something boring. Yeah. Well, you know the moral of the story is. What is it? Life is boring without black people. Hey. We make everything better. We bring our flavor bring and it makes spice. everything you need the spice. better. Yeah. You need just like our spice. food. Spicy. Yeah. You can't so, just put salt and, like, lemon on it. You got to put spice. <laughs> <laughs> they got to give it flavor. Make it flavorful. So, wait. What are you winding down? And today we don't have wine i no. can't drink I'm any alcohol yeah you're sick because it the you know alcohol dehydrates you yes and so doctors say don't do it so i'm gargling with salt and warm water warm water yeah. and a little bit of apple cider vinegar i've taken just about everything yeah you know i put cough drops in my tea with honey and lemon is it a flu because a lot of people are sick it's not the flu it is not the flu. There is a virus, let me warn you, going around our building. It sure is. Where it's just zapping people's voices because I feel fine. Yeah. I have no other symptoms. Right. It is ju- no sore throat. Yeah. No fever, no shivers, nothing. No sneezing, just no congestion. Just a throat virus. Just a, it is just my throat. That's scary. I woke up and my voice was gone. A lot of people are sick, though, because I'm subbing tonight for uh, Chris Hayes. He's not feeling well. Um, my son, the middle child, is not feeling well. I'm, I'm noticing a bunch of one of uh, Hank, you, who you've met, my, yeah. my fabulous uh, major domo, is not feeling well. It's it's like people are going, it's like taking people down like it is. a bad bowler, like yeah. taking one pin here and one pin there. A lot of people with the flu in this building. Yeah. A but lot of people. this building is a low ceiling kind of old building. So when one person gets sick, everybody gets sick. Well, because when you work in media, you are constantly in tight spaces like sound booths or the yes. radio room that we're in. Yeah. You're in control rooms, which yep. is a very tight space. You're in studios where you're sharing microphones, yep. headphones. Yep. You're, t- you know, it, you're typing on computers. Yes. That, you know, it's, yeah. You're in, Easy each, to get we're, sick. we're mostly in cubicles. Most yeah. of us, every, they're not offices everywhere. A lot of people are working in a community type set, uh, situation. Yeah. And that can be any office. Germ spread. It's Germ like a spread. kindergarten. You need to take like wet, like um, Lysol wipes everywhere you go. Yeah, but then you I, look like that like douchey person that's like, I got to wipe after you. I'm surprised as much of a germaphobe as you are that you do not have the mask. I know. I need one. I'm surprised. I'm surprised too. Uh, like one I'm that's all. I'm disappointed in myself. I, that's all studded up <laughs> just for you. Da- you could be dazzled for I'll me. do it. I'm okay. going to get that for you. All right. I'll get the mask. You be dazzled. So we're speaking of medical stuff. Cause yeah. we were talking today. I had I, I had called Ooh, my cousin. You were going in. Actually, my, you called me, I and called I don't. You. I didn't even. I don't even know what you called before because you I started took over the conversation. Yelling. Yeah, I mean, I literally. <laughs> Jackie called me, and then I just started ranting because I was at a doctor's appointment, and you know how it is when if you're if you're fifth. I was like twenty minutes late. And if you're 20 minutes late, you're told, "Well, I don't think the doctor can see you. I'm not sure they can see you." But whenever you go on time, they're 30 or 40 or 50 minutes late. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, no penalty. And there's no penalty. Right. And the last time I was literally at this doctor's office and saw one of the doctors at this practice, they were complaining about the fact that patients complain that they're late. The thing about that, Iron, they were complaining that patients get upset when they're late. And they're like, well, would you rather we not spend appropriate time with the patient? So they're annoyed 
that people are annoyed that they're late. But if you are late as the patient, well, they might not even see you. I've had this happen at the same practice before. Oh, yeah, they'll Sorry, cancel you're your late. Appointment. You're canceled. Yes. It's like, uh, what? Yes. And then on top of it, this it, it's uh, this week was has been fun because we've been watching all the Democrats kind of roll out. And Josh Krashauer and, and other journalists have been representing as a gaffe. The New York Times reporter has they were representing as a gaffe when Kamala Harris said in the CNN town hall, we'll just get rid of insurance companies and go to Medicare for all. That's being seen as a gaffe. But I don't know a single person that likes their insurance company. My husband and I were just complaining no. about all these issues with our insurance. It's a racket. It, 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 it's like you pay a whole lot of money out of your check. And then you go to the doctor and you pay a whole lot of money again. Right. And you just keep paying. And you're like, what was the other money for? Right. Why am I paying for that? Right. If I then pay again, when they say, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. By the way, you're also late, so you can't see your doctor. And also, are you aware they have a $400 balance? Right. And like, try, you know, I'm an independent contractor, so I pay for my own insurance. I'm not part of a group. Just through the nose. It is unbelievable you're paying probably almost what i'm paying yes. for five people right it's crazy it's crazy it's and all of our lives um that my husband and i have been married we've had to game the system of whose insurance do you take yeah right it's it, do we take his insurance or mine because one of us always had slightly less expensive because we have three kids so we're a family of five eat full stop right and that insurance is like a mortgage yeah and so you're paying the equivalent of a mortgage out of your check. Right. And then you still have more to pay. But at least if you're a part of a group, if you have dependents um, or you have a husband like you have, like me, it's me. Yeah. I and I, no I can't imagine even how much that is. I it's can't even fathom it. Crazy. And then I'll bet you when you go in to do, let's say, a procedure, they still present you with a bill. Right. So it's like, well, what did I pay all that money for? Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, and then now there's so many um, now that you have insurance, there's so many doctors that are out of network. Right. They don't take insurance or like for me, I have to go see a primary care physician before I go to a specialist, which is so annoying, which is ridiculous. It's an extra. It's it is ridiculous. Yeah. To have to see a doctor to go see another doctor. Oh, no. Well, try this one. So the husband um, had a situation where he got a prescription where he could easily have gotten a lengthy prescription, but they give you limited. They're like, you can only get 30 days because that means you have to go back yes. and, and keep getting paying again yes. to get up. It's like, there's so many ways that they get you to keep paying. Oh yeah. That one wonders why, are, why does anybody consider it a gaffe to say you could exit this system? My in-laws who were in England don't have this system. They don't deal with this. Right. They have single payer. When my mother-in-law mm. needs to go to the doctor, she just goes, she's right. not taken out of her pocket. Now they're paying higher taxes, but you know what? We're paying incredibly high taxes. Right. We so almost half our income in taxes. It is ridiculous that w- this country is considered the greatest country in the world by so many, but that we that our healthcare system is what it is and that so many people even with the affordable healthcare, you know, act in place. And thank God it's there, but thank God it's there, but there's still some people who can't afford it. Can't afford it because the reality is if you, you know, and I know people who are independent contractors or who are freelance who are either on the gold or the silver or the yes. platinum plan, they're really quite expensive. Because I, I make too much money to qualify right. for, for affordable uh, health care. Right. Uh, you know, so I have to pay like this top tier stuff in right. order to just get the coverage that I need. Exactly. And then you figure out how much health care is without insurance. You wouldn't be able to afford it. No. This is why people wait until they're really sick 
And this is why so many people, particularly people of color if, or people who can't afford insurance, die younger than they should. Because yeah. you wait until you have to spend the money. Because what if what if I didn't have the $400 right. to pay what they're telling me you must pay? I mean, when I got my eye surgery, this was like a big out-of-pocket. Yeah. And I have insurance. If I didn't, I can't imagine what I would do. I would just have to be blind. Yeah. So it's like you have to forego good health care because of money. My in-laws that live in Britain do not have this issue this is they have a lot of things they worry about dying because you don't have enough money for your health care is not one of them they, uh. they don't worry about this and the idea that insurance companies couldn't do what they do all over the world which is sell supplemental meaning your insurance right. in britain doesn't pay for your cosmetic surgery right it won't pay for you to get a boob job right but you can buy a supplemental insurance plan to do the extra little things you want to do that are above and beyond right but just to because you're sick the idea that people are literally going bankrupt. And I remember having to pay bills like when our, one of our sons had to ride in an ambulance. Little did we know, you got to pay like 600 bucks. It's a crazy expensive. But wait a minute, I got to put it. Let, let me go back to something. So if I, let me be clear. So if I move to Britain, then I could take out a supplemental health care uh, policy to get plastic surgery. <laughs> I don't know. I can get a boob job. I might have. I might be a little bit. Are you going saying that far. I could do that? I don't think a boob job is covered by any insurance. Because I could go that. and live That's with cash. your in laws for a year <laughs> just to get them job. Get, get, get that them. done. Get the girls perked get the up. Girls perked up. Get them perked okay, up. Okay, I shouldn't have said boob job. If you need like a heart transplant, okay. oh, but those are covered. Okay, I guess supplemental okay. would be like. I'm trying to think what would be supplemental. Like if you needed, I remember when my um, mother in law threw out her back. Yeah. And she was getting like massages and stuff like right. that. Or acupuncture. Or acupuncture is right. probably not covered. You could supplement with that. Stuff that's ah, above and beyond like the normal but thing. But just not a boob job. Probably not a boob job. Okay. But you could probably just like go to Brazil and like pay for it like cash, but little less. Listen. Listen. If, people if do I it. learned anything from Kanye, God don't bless do him. That. Don't do that. Yeah, don't his, do that. his mother, God, no, it's not worth may it. she rest in peace. Just go with your flat chest and self and keep on moving. I would never go abroad anywhere no. to have plastic Me surgery. Neither. Except Me for Britain. If they were going to, if give they me were it. covering it, uh, yeah, yeah. But the good thing about it is, countries of single payer like Canada and Britain, they really do offer you great. And the, the other thing about it that you know, and then I'll stop my rant. I sound like Ali Vell, she's actually an expert <laughs> in this. Is that if the, what 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 Americans are holding on to is this idea that you get your insurance through your job, and that that's the only way, the American way of getting right. insurance. Why is that? Because let's say I work at job A. But I really want to do thing B. I really want to be an entrepreneur. Right. I really come up with this great cake I want to sell. But I can't leave job A to do thing B because I need the insurance. Right. And the only way I get it is through my job. If instead of your insurance following your job, it followed you, the person, right. meaning you, it's through your taxes, yes. which is the way it is all over the rest of the Western world, you could leave this job and start your cake business because your insurance would never break. This idea of a break in insurance can destroy you. But the it, it definitely can. But because the insurance companies are as powerful as yep. they are they and as connected in politics and this government yep. as they are, yep. it will never change. Nope, because they are paying the politicians yes. to keep them in business. Yes. And it why? It will never change. And here's the reality for people. And I, you know, I know people who work in the insurance industry. I'm not saying I want you to be unemployed, but the reality is insurance companies prosper all over the world where they're single, single payer. Right. Because everyone, when you, if people, for instance, who are on Medicare, the Aflac duck, Aflac, right. that's supplemental insurance. Right. Meaning you've got Medicare, meaning you have single payer. Right. 
but you want a little extra and you want that extra insurance to do extra things, the insurance companies can still sell you that product. They're selling it to the senior citizens with a little Aflac duck. <laughs> and they're buying it. I'm well, a little you. annoying quack and sell. Aflac. <laughs> I love that they had to change the voice on this. <laughs> they did. So crazy. So good. Anyway, uh, uh, anyway, right along. Moving right along. So what's going on? Okay, so <laughs> in the studio, you know, it's been a long time, Julianne, since we've had a cousin. Uh, a cousin, true. a guest. A, yeah, we always a have a cousin. Yeah, we always have a cousin here, but but he's kind of like a cousin. He's like a cousin. He's, he's cousin-ish. like family. Cousin-ish. Cousin-ish. He, I'll take that. The he wrote with us early on. Early, in, the, in the early, early days, days of Read This, of read this Read That. Yeah, before there was a T. Read, yes. When it was Read This, Read That. <laughs> the one and only Roy Wood Jr. is Ooh. in the house. Hello. And it was hard to get him in through security, let me just say. It always is. This building. <laughs> y'all be in the most secure buildings. Y'all need to do y'all stuff down at the train station or something. <laughs> what you talking about? In. The podcast? Yeah. Do it on the train. I had to go and like manually get him checked in because yeah. the computer w- kept rejecting it. Oh, my God. It's the junior in my name. It's the junior? Like, if it's just wood in the system, they yeah. get all weird. And then to put junior in is a big hassle. Yeah. But see, I felt like I had to put junior because I felt like it was on your ID. You're trying yes. to make it real. Right, yes. because they're going to check it. They're going to check it. This building is quite it. secure. Yes. And they would be like, well... This just says Roy Wood. Yeah. Your ID says Roy Wood Jr. We I'm can't let you in because you like you're a this. black man. If Racism. I worked in this building <laughs> and anybody snuck in to whoop my ass, I'd let them whoop it. Because <laughs> that means you got through layers <laughs> yeah. well, of this, security. This building is not as bad. I have to say it's Sirius XM. Sirius XM, they practically frisk you to get in the building. Yeah, I've tight. never <laughs> seen a building that is more tight. Where even like the random, you, you get through the first layer of security. When you get to the higher floor, now you are through. Right. And they're still like, I need to see all the ID. And you have to sign 18 trip forms and triple yeah. You can't come it's in true. here. It's like customs when you think you're in America. Right. And then it'd be another desk <laughs> around the corner. Like, oh, my God. Still not in America. Well, we want to, before we start talking, we thought we'd invite you in to talk about our Let's Talk topics. Okay. But we want to congratulate you on your Comedy Central. Com- Comedy Central. I can't talk today. Comedy Special. And Thank December. you. Congratulations on that. No one loves you. Available for purchase and on demand wherever <laughs> you stream. Still media. not too late to get post Christmas gift. Indeed. <laughs> or Valentine's Day gift. Or you can wait. You know what? I'm gonna say this. You can wait three days and then go on ComedyCentral.com and stream it for free. Why would you say that? Why'd we you wanted say to that? put you money. Messed up I your just money. want people to just get the word out. I'd rather you just get the word out and watch it and spread the word, and you get that money on the comeback. This is what I love. Get about you on the you. third special. <laughs> get them hooked. Yeah. You give them a look, look, cocaine. Get a sprinkle of that give comedy crap. Yeah, That's like on. the man who used to bring around the stamps. When we, we all, did y'all have that man in your in your community? Yes. He brought the stamps. It was the man who used to bring around the stamps. And then the stamps make you I high. Miss this. And then people get hooked on them. It's like it's not heroin. It was some other kind it's of acid. drug. It was acid. Yeah. We had the we had the stamp How do you man. We both know about this and I've never heard of this. <laughs> we used to call it the candy man, because we used to have a guy that used to have a van and he would sell candy. And then all and of a sudden also acid. the man started what? selling stamps. And we were like, <laughs> you buy your candy and then you buy these stamps and they're like little cartoon stamps and you lick them and you'd be like, Woo oh Turn my. out the man was selling drugs. Yeah, it was felony. Oh, it's so. like the ice cream man. He didn't play music. No music. <laughs> he no rolled up real quiet. Yeah, one of the bands back in the, the bands with carpet on the floor. That's correct. It did. Oh That's real. God. The candy man. I can't. So let's talk about what's going on, particularly in the state of Virginia. Let Child. me just roll it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in less than a week, four of Virginia's top politicians have become engulfed in their own separate but interconnected scandals. So you have Virginia Governor Ralph Northam. <laughs> Appearance in a racist photo from the 1980s. He's, first, he said it was him. 
Then he says it wasn't him. Then he, I, I don't know, I'm confused. All right. So then the lieutenant governor, Justin Fairfax, who is a black man, accused of sexual assault. And the accuser is speaking out. And then now the third in command, Attorney General Mark Herring, violently admitted to wearing blackface in college. And then today, <laughs> Senate Majority Leader Tommy Normant oversaw a yearbook that published racist photos and slurs. Mm-hmm. What is going on in the state of Virginia? It's it's Virginia. I mean, yeah. but how is this worse than Mississippi? How is how is Virginia more racist than Mississippi? What <laughs> would you rather have? Or Alabama? I'm just asking you as a black person, and you have to have somebody in office, right? Who would you rather have? The Republican that denies they're racist and does racist stuff, or the Democrat who says. I used to be racist, but I ain't no more. Sorry, I didn't tell you about that, but I promise you, I'm not racist now. And I think that's the choice black people are faced with. There's no right answer to that. There is none. But, but, I, but you know what? I think historically, if you think about it, I, t- to your point, I've been talking with um, Bishop William Barber a lot about this. Here's the challenge. Woodrow Wilson was completely racist and considered a top 10 president, right? President Harry Lincoln Truman. Oh, but President Lincoln wrote letters saying right. that it'd be better to take the black man and export him to Africa, right. put him on ships now. He shouldn't be allowed to live with decent white people. That's Lincoln, mm-hmm. right? I mean, LBJ, Lyndon Johnson, grew up racist in West Texas, said nigra all the way into his presidency. Right. Harry Truman, too. But the thing is, the, the, I'm, uh, the, the policy does make a difference. And the challenge for Democrats here is that if they were to, on principle, cashier all three statewide Democrats— promise you the Republican who takes over will still honor Robert E. Lee as all those Republicans are and would probably redistrict and voter suppress African-American votes in in a way that might flip that state red and make it much harder to get things like health care, much harder to get things like education. The, the reality is, is that the re- there's a reason African-Americans are in the Democratic Party, and it's not because they believe there's never been a racist Democrat. It's because they believe Democrats are going to do the policy. With the policy. The lesser of two evils. Yes. Right. It is the lesser of two evils, but it's a shame that these are the choices. That That's the choice that we it's have America. to make. It's America. That's that's America's history. It's our legacy. Point, we got to agree that a yearbook is just your granddaddy's old tweets. <laughs> <laughs> that's all a yearbook is. All the stuff that he thought was cool at the time, and it's all signed up and recorded and documented, and now we can go back through it. I just think we, as a society, we are, and I don't know if Twitter created this in the zeitgeist but i feel like as a society we've become it's not a surprise that we are now obsessed with who people were instead of giving as much nuance and attention to who they are now and then saying that the past doesn't i'm not saying the past doesn't count for something but you have to weigh them both evenly and this is an extremely uneven conversation when it comes to the governor it's like look all right you had the picture you should have told us about the picture, but let's also look and see what some of the policies and what have you done? Have you done some things? Because if we get them out of office, at that point, you just got to be practical. Like, right. it's almost like when you're in a relationship with somebody. Oh, boy. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> I can't wait. I, you already, oh, boy, like this was going in a oh wrong direction. Watch me drive this car off the cliff. Watch <laughs> okay, this. Let's go. Let's go. go and Louise. Put on your seatbelt. It's yeah. like when you catch somebody cheating. Mm-hmm. But the marriage is so far down the road and there's a bunch of money involved in businesses and you've got to figure out, all right, what's the easier, more fiscally sound thing going forward? And if keeping him, if keeping blackface in office is better for the state and the <laughs> people. Don't call him Governor Blackface. Governor Blackface. <laughs> uh, the Negro. <laughs> I, I, you know, 
I hear you. You got to choose. You got to choose. Once you get through all this, what you could have, should have, would have, we are still in 2019. What's the policies going forward, bro? And it was just, we were talking about the 1980s. Do you remember how, do you remember that that long ago? Girl, I remember the 80s. And I can tell you that 84, first of all, it was the year that Jesse Jackson was running for president. It was the year that uh, Michael Jackson and his brothers were on tour. I think the moonwalk was was for that, but they were, but. It wasn't that long ago. Except that if you think about where it was, it was only a few years after my sister um, was, they tried to bus her to another school in Denver and kids were spitting on them and calling them monkeys. I mean, the 80s, people That's try to... I think people happen somewhere. Right, and people are misremembering the 80s. If you think about it, Michael Jackson had to fight to get on MTV. It was only in the early 80s he finally got on. By 84, he was finally on, right? But the reality is blackness was very much in the zeitgeist. No, so it's not surprising to me that I'm a lot not, of white, young white people were mocking black people listen, I, in that era. I was in Georgia in the 80s. Girl. I mean, I... So, come on. Yeah. I'm not saying that racism didn't exist you know, then I yep. get that, you know, but what I'm saying is people want to act like we've moved so far ahead from that. And we haven't. No, we're America. It's America. It wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't. What I'm saying is it wasn't like this happened in the not that they would be alive, but so far ago. Right. That this was just yesterday. And I think America has has not had a decent reckoning with our racial history and has no. a challenge doing so. No, I yeah. definitely agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. It's, you know, uh, I can't. Let's talk about B. Smith and her husband. Oh, honey. Shall we? Child. Because he has been making <laughs> the tour. You brought up marriage, Roy. I know. Since you brought up marriage. That's so he was the on same. The View this it's, week. Mm. He sat down with Al Roker on the Today Show, and he's pleading his case because people are coming for him. Although, there is a, a large group of people who are siding with him. Just for people who don't know, B. Smith, who was celebrated as like, I hate to say this, the black Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. You know, she was this lifestyle uh, influencer back before there were influencers. And then, um, you know, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and yep. now she's full into the disease. And so her memory is pretty much gone. And her husband, Dan, is her day-to-day caretaker. Right. Um, now he has moved into their home, the home that he shares with his wife who's suffering from Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. his girlfriend. His wife who is alive. His wife who's alive and walking around. Yes. Um, Because you can see in his social media posts with his girlfriend and his wife in the background. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. But Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who will sympathize with anyone who's a caretaker for someone with Alzheimer's. And I get it. My grandfather had Alzheimer's. So I get how difficult that is. Um, But he was saying on the Today Show and on The View Today. um, Well, it might have been yesterday. But anyway, he was saying in his defense that he and B. Smith, she said to him, not on in writing anywhere. I want you to go on and live your life. While she live in the house. He said mm-hmm. he could have easily put when, her in a home. When she said that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. I just want to know when she said it. He said they were walk. There were no witnesses. He said after she was diagnosed, mm-hmm. they were walking from the doctor's office to their place in the city of mm-hmm. New York. And that's when she said, he said, this is according oh, well. to him. She said, get you a girlfriend, move her in, and then put me on, use my social media right. to promote this relationship with me in the pictures. This is because he here's said. the thing. The famous person in that couple is B. Smith. Right. And I see a lot of her in his social media, in this social media, which I think is her social media. It is. Why is he using or, that or to promote? Or reportedly it is. I don't right. know for Why certain. is he, prom- even if it's his social media, Listen, why is she being promoted? That's what I don't like. I don't like the fact that he is 
using her name. And to, like this. Right. Because I, I from yeah, what I understand. Exploitation. It is. Why are we doing that? Why do you have to promote your girlfriend, <laughs> your relationship with your girlfriend, while you're... Your poor wife, who is ill, is smiling in the background like a prop. Right. This is not. And you made a commitment. You made a commitment. You you all are married. It is in sickness and in health. That's right. And you are supposed to care for this woman until the day he dies. If it were a woman, if if the roles were reversed, and it was a famous man whose wife moved in her side piece boo Mm -hmm. and was all on social media, you would never hear the end of it. That's right. They would be calling this woman all kinds of skanks and this and that. But because it because this is what women do. Mm-hmm. Women wouldn't even think most women wouldn't even think no. if their husband was incapacitated in some kind of way of moving a man, another man in. To, to say nothing of how creepy and weird it is yeah. to be carrying on a sexual, presumably relationship right. with some other person in the same house with your still living right. spouse. Right. Roy, your thoughts? <laughs> we of course you. Man, we no, already told no, you what. I'm not wrong. Wrong. We already <laughs> told you what you need. We to say. told you what you need to say. Ain't no call for me to drive up the cliff on this one. I, <laughs> the issue is that I think fiscally, the only reason he's doing this is to keep revenue coming in to her brand, and he doesn't realize that this is detrimental to the brand because now, as a fan of B Smith, you have to choose. Yeah. Do you still buy her products? Do you still? go on that ride with everything that that brand has meant to you up until this point when you know that the money is going to him mm-hmm. and, and the, the new one. And the, the girlfriend side. who's proudly in there talking about she's so proud that she's taking care of B. Baby, that's another woman's husband. And you're proud that you're in there having a relationship with him in front of her. I don't care if she doesn't remember. Yeah. First of all, you don't know what she doesn't remember. You don't know how fully cognizant someone is. I think she has is. moments. Right. And I people, think she pro- possibly has moments. If you know people you with Alzheimer's, <laughs> they have moments. And, and also, she's alive. Yeah. She's not dead. And she's there dressed up, hair done, smiling for the cameras. It's and, exploitation. And he talked about the fact on when he was on The View that they had to move to another home a larger home for some reason he mentioned a larger home because mm-hmm. for her he still wanted her to have the dignity of living well i'm Kinda like dignified. but you're on social media mm-hmm. with a girlfriend and yep. her in the background what's dignified about that mm-hmm. what is dignified <laughs> like about she's a that doll, like she's a grown dolly and if it's for monetary reasons what you do is <clears throat> he said that she that b before you know, she got into the throes of Alzheimer's, said to him, I want you to tell my story. I want you to tell people what it's like. That should be his platform. Yes. Writing books, giving lectures, going around talking about what this experience is like. He could have done yeah. some kind of documentary with what their life is like. Mm-hmm. He could have done. And, 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 and that just may called have been- a side piece an assistant and just let her roll. <laughs> And just, baby, you can't get on camera. Because here's the thing. <laughs> if you decide piece and you know the drill, then you go, listen, I'm going to get with you when it's time. But just right now, just going to you stand your ass over there. <laughs> but but I got you. I got you when it's time. <laughs> I'm going to let you step up. And that's more money. That's If but, you're going to be low down, be low down. But you know what? The fact that he's not doing that, that the side piece is not you know, out of view that she's very present. You know what that means? That the side piece is calling the shots. The shots. Yes. That hey. chick is calling the shots. Who writes the stupid. checks? It's B. It may be B's money in the bank account, 
But side piece is writing those she checks like, for what she wants. I would not be surprised if that woman is not calling the shots. But also the thing is, is it ethical? I mean, I think beyond the fact of how it looks, there is the question of the ethics too. Because B. Smith created this incredible brand. I remember meeting her and the husband yeah. and just being in awe of her and saying to her, you know, what you've done is so impressive just to me as a black woman. You know, I so admired her yeah. still. I mean, she's still alive. I so admire her. And the idea that she built all of this only to sort of become a doll in her, in the time when she's the most vulnerable, right, right. she should be being protected, not displayed while you're there having fun with your girlfriend. He should have some dignity for himself. To me, the dignified way to handle this, even if you do want a relationship because your life, your wife is not who she was before, right? And you're still caring for her. Is to not display that That's right. in any kind of way. That tarnishes her image, her name, her legacy. Why would you do that? Why? But this is a note. This is a note to and all what married you doing people. On the view, like promoting it. I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand mm-hmm. him. But to me, if, if people who are married right now should have a will, living well. and you need yep. to have this conversation yes. with your significant other yep. about if something happens to you, <laughs> what do you want? And, what <laughs> and you can't lie and get it in writing yeah why are you yeah. laughing Roy because <laughs> I'm laughing because you know my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> who I love is she gonna have you like weekend and burgers no, no. it's gonna be like Roy still there no, look at her we around. tell a joke we started talking about I was getting my will and all that together mm-hmm. um, <laughs> last year or whatever and we were talking about you know one of us died and then she was like you got to mourn me for at least two years. I'm like, oh my God, that is a long, like not just in living we right. together, but after I die, right. you still got a two year blackout rule yeah. before you can even go on a date. I'm like, that's just too long. No, it's not. That's I, not too I, long. How she get to tell me when I'm over, I, maybe I was already processed. T- maybe, listen, if it is a two year period, you need to block out, put up a schedule. Put up First a schedule. six months, that's here's what right. you're going to do. Amen. Every Sunday, you're going to go to church in black. Yep. <laughs> Even when I'm dead, we still together. Yes. I'm like, no, you dead. At least she put I'm a little on here. it. I'm still here. At least she, she said, said two. two years. She could have said ten. Man, yes. I wouldn't be Which mad. is what I would say. But that's just me as a yeah. man. If I'm dead, I want you to be happy. Bring him to the funeral. I want to see him. No, what? you don't. That's I want to meet, this. Want to meet this casket. new gentleman. No, you, you don't. You would sit up in it. You would haunt I'm going to come back and haunt him. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I just want to meet him now. <laughs> Bring him on by the church. Let him see me at the repast. I can't. I can't. Let's talk about Let's talk about um, the Grammys coming up this weekend and these reports that J-Lo is going to perform the musical Motown tribute. Black Twitter is not having it. They are very upset. I do have to say that the Grammy Organization Academy, Music Academy, whoever they are, they did come out with a statement saying that they were going to have a special Motown concert Mm -hmm. separate and they had all these artists, you know, Stevie Wonder, all these people, um, you know, older artists, younger artists performing at this concert. Mm-hmm. But they did not say whether or not, J- they did not address the whole J-Lo performing mm-hmm. the tribute to Motown. Mm-hmm. And people are upset. If this happens, I I, I It just, will happen. I, it can't. Who is in the room 
we, once again, black are there people. black, are there real black people in the room? Right. Because if you're a black person in the room mm-hmm. and they did not have to carry you out because you were protesting you so loudly. You should have fallen out like he was in church and caught like the spirit. fell on a mm-hmm. casket, yep. right? Like somebody Put died. yourself on the casket. Because the thing, if you feel empowered, if you weren't the only one, that takes more strength, right? If it was just one. But the reality is, is nobody's casting aspersions on Jennifer Lopez. I she's love a her. star. Love, love. Right? But, but the reality is she's not known for being a great singer. And not that, and no, that no, 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 a soul no, no. singer. No. A soul singer. She ain't black. You can't be no. But let me no. ask you this question. No. Let me ask you this no. question. If it had been, let's say No. Um, who's a great soul singer? Joss Stone. No. Who's actually quite a good soul Christina singer. Aguilera. Great, great. Christina Aguilera. Here's my problem with that. There are too many living and breathing great black alive. singers who are part of the Motown legacy. Or no, who no. can just belt out a song because the reality is no. Motown is about singing. But there are white people who can sing. Yeah. I, listen, I give them that. But listen, Motown was something that was built by black people and it was a sound that was created based on black people. I No. No, it needs to be black people. And then there are Stevie Wonder still alive. Stevie Smokey Robinson still breathing, alive. Breathing. Jackson Five. How many of them left? Angie Stone. Angie. Angie Stone would be amazing. Listen, and she was on Motown. Legacy. Yeah. Layla mm-hmm. Hathaway. Yes. Jill Scott. Yeah. Neo. There's a lot of amazing. There's so singers. many. First, of, yeah. John right. Legend. Mm-hmm. Do you think J Lo will decline the invitation now? I hear that she has not. It's probably hope, a check. It's probably I hope a that good this paycheck. is not happening. I really hope she it's not hurting happening. for money though. She got a Vegas res- residency. She just wrapped up. What was it? Four years on the NBC procedural. Yeah. So she and got she a little money in her back She walked pocket. away from the NBC. And show. she's married to a Rod. She's not oh, married wait. yet, but they are Can I cohabitating. Tell you my, so it was yeah. two big checks. Let me throw one more at you because this is one of my favorite singers in the world, but she's not African American. Cynthia Erivo. Who is one of my favorite singers? Her voice is she black? Yeah. Golden. Stop. She black? Golden. She's black. Yeah, she's black. So she okay? Because I would, I would, I would be there for the African American so diaspora. She's diaspora. black. She's not from the we, diaspora. The people from Motown roots are rooted in Africa. Yes, we're all connected. Amen. Hallelujah. No, uh-uh. but to me, no. I'm sorry. I just think J Lo stands more to lose by going through with this by just being trashed by the internet. Oh, at large. that's the thing because she, she's right. a pop artist who's more of a vocalist, and she's that's gonna get up there this. and try to do. Like Smokey's song? I'm hoping this is a rumor. I hope it's a rumor. I don't think it is, though. A lot, like Atlanta Journal Constitution, a lot of. uh, It'll be like the Super Bowl all over again. Associated Press. Mm. I think it's worse. Well, no. Super Bowl. Because J Lo, to me, could handle a Super Bowl performance because she does a show. That she could do. Because she'll give give you a show. She does a show. A bad Super Bowl show is just a band butchering their own hits and underperforming them. (laughs) A tribute is you ruining <laughs> other people's hits. That's a good point. <laughs> this is to me that's worse than the Super Bowl. Oh my God! You want to get up there and ruin your own song? Go on, stand up Go there ahead. and sing. I'm real. Bring Ja Rule out. <laughs> Go ahead, J Lo. Ain't nobody gonna stop you from singing with Five Festival. <laughs> when you start stop belting it. out Aretha. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Or I, some know. temptations. Maybe she do her rendition of. <laughs> no disrespect, Jennifer Hudson. Tears of a clown. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, if you listen right now, I don't mean no disrespect. Maybe they met Jennifer Hudson and they just put out the wrong. You know, the like auto auto correct. J Hud. Yeah, what it was like auto correct. They was typing out. We announced Spell Jennifer check. Hudson. Then the spell check. And the computer just went Lopez. Damn auto correct. <laughs> you can see it. <laughs> 
Uh, it's just a guess. I don't know. <laughs> Did you see the Fire Festival documentary yet? Yeah, I've seen both I'm of not. them. Oh, uh, joy. With I haven't the seen exception yet. of the <laughs> Bahamian men and women who were overworked and underpaid. I, those are the people, the woman who spent her life savings in the to Bahamas cover her staff. to cover her staff. Because when I say these people worked around the clock to build and prepare for this festival, and, and then people, they never saw a dime. They just left. With the exception of those people, the Fire Festival documentary is by far one of the best comedies I've seen. Unbelievable. Oh, I have to say. Since Girl's all I've been Trip. Hearing, all I've been hearing I haven't laughed this hard since Girl's Trip. Because it was a bunch of rich kids. It's just white people crying in the sand. <laughs> Nobody died. I, all this could have shut It was like yeah, Lord of the Flies. It, was, yeah. it, it showed you just how quickly society can devolve. It breaks down. I haven't had a water in 40 minutes. Oh, my God, fight. <laughs> you know, that's, but see, I, I feel like part of why black people were, there weren't that many black people in the Bahamas. Because the thing, because everybody at Fire Festival got tricked because they had all the rich influencers doing the commercials and right, the ads and right. the months leading up. The buildup was all like these the glamorous models. people. Yeah. But black people know nobody from the flyer is going to be at the party. Right. <laughs> right. We ain't that dumb. Right. We know it's true. For real. Some model on a jet ski, she ain't going to be at the fire festival. <laughs> it's never going to happen. It never. And I feel like that's that's where black culture is important because that's why going to college is important because it prepares you for the real world. When you was in college, every flyer, when you Not was the at the classes, a, but the, 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 the parties. Party. College parties prepared black yes. people for when they're adults to know, no, Ain't nobody there. on the flyer is going right. to be at the party. It's so right. true. It's so, so true. true. I mean, but Ja Rule, do you feel bad for Ja Rule and all of this? Mm. Who, who was a report out today? I didn't get to read it, but I saw the headline in the news that he is attaching himself to another fire type um, app because it was supposed to be an app where you could book celebrities without going through these middlemen that would say give me a thousand dollars and I'll get you J-Lo right yeah. um, that you could go on this app and book all these celebrities directly that's okay. what fire was supposed to be oh and the festival was a way a way to promote the app I see and God bless Ja Rule <laughs> okay God, now I gotta see this now this, be, this woman from the Bahamas wants him to at least pay her just fifty thousand dollars of the money that she paid out. I think that he should, he should she reimburse her. It. He probably does. Ja Rule, he got it. He should pay her back and then some. He has mm -hmm. a hand in it because there's parts in the Netflix version of the documentary, which I think is the better of the two. I the love the Netflix one. That's the one. There are two, one on Hulu and one on Netflix. Yeah, the one on Hulu is kind of run by the people that yeah. botched the festival, so it's uh, kind of a spin job. Yeah, the but Netflix the, one is way better yeah okay. journalistically speaking yeah the Netflix. that's the one that i keep hearing about yeah that's the okay. one you have to watch and in that one ja rule basically on when they're trying to clean it all up he's part of the crew that's trying to figure out how to spin this so which means if you're on the call to After. figure out how to spin it right then that means you knew what was going on and you had a hand in that and i think it's just all he has to do is make right by that woman and then do a free show Everybody loved Ja Rule again. Thank you. Wow. I, I think this is what he should do because when it's all when these documentaries came out, he was on the defensive, right? Publicly what, making was these he statements. The promoter? No, he was he was partnered he was with one of the this faces guy, one of the, the organizers. Oh. He was in it from the beginning, mm. so this was going to be his app and all this group of people. This one guy who's in prison now, the main guy, but the Roy, the best part of this documentary, and there were many moments mm. where your mm. mouth would be open, is the man who was willing to open his mouth. And suck 
their penises. Yeah. What? Oh. For what? It's too to, much to explain. It's it, too much. You have just for fun. You have people. No. You have people stranded with no supplies, and customs is holding water. the water and supplies. That the, the people have arrived at this festival, and there's no tents. There's no infrastructure. There's no food. They're using hurricane tents. And the water is caught up in customs paper, quote unquote paperwork. Right. Customs wants a little bit of money. They ain't got no money because it was a janky festival. So if you can't offer nobody money, what's the next best thing you can offer them to get what you need? <laughs> and the guy was told, go down there and suck some and get us this water. And get the water. And dude was willing to do it. He went down to do it. Didn't happen. Didn't happen because the guy who's. Who no, don't to- That's it. That's all we're going to give him right there. But he didn't you do it. You haven't seen it by now. But they ended up getting the water. <clears throat> they did. I don't want to know how. Nope. Don't tell me. This this thing is it's so a, well done, it should win an award. I've heard nothing but about this. This is so been, well done. Yeah. All I That's all comedy. About it. I know. 20, Roy. Let's talk about you. Roy. I know. You got to get out of here. I know. I but what you, to talk about. Of course, we can see you on The Daily Show <laughs> on a regular basis. We can catch your comedy special when it's free on Comedy Central in two weeks. Yeah. No, in two days. February 10th. Oh, okay. Whenever you is February 10th, you can yeah. download it for free. If not, it ain't but $5 on iTunes. You got $5. Let me go and hold that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> get them $5. Let me go and hold that. You don't know my life. What's going on? Are you heading on tour uh I, I have a couple of tour dates uh roywoodjr.com they okay. can pull up all of that stuff also this is not happening returns for its fourth season i'm the host of that that's friday nights at 11 o'clock and it's just comedians telling real stories one story which i wish i'd have told um so you know bet has the new show american soul yeah that premiered unfortunately up against the state of the union which got moved so i feel like Oh. The premiere got lost in the conversation. It's still trended number that. five, but mm-hmm. you got to go That's back and watch Kelly it. That's where Kelly Rowland is playing Gladys Knight, Correct. right? And it just shows. Why do you keep mentioning Gladys? Because I, I want you to make up. Y'all got to make up. It shows how Don Cornelius built the Soul Train Empire. Ooh. And it's a fascinating, fascinating show. I have no ties to be. I was going to say, are you in this? I'm not plugging. I'm just plugging because it was a good ass show. Oh, like, okay. I legit enjoyed it. And my point is that this is not happening as a storytelling show where comedians tell real stories from their life. And we have Tiffany Haddish, Talib Kweli, um, nice. just numbers of stars that are all coming. And some comedians, some not. Some not. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Talib's not, not a comedian, but he's comedian. a very talented That sounds guy. fantastic. Um, did I tell you a story about the time my daddy used to work with Don Cornelius? No. T- hmm. So Chicago back in the day, um, my father worked with Don Cornelius at WVON. And when Don was first getting the concept of Soul Train off the ground and needed money, my father was one of the people he came to and said, look, shoot me some bread. Give me about five, six thousand dollars and I'll make you an EP and you can just sit back and collect the check once this thing gets syndicated. Oh, so you grew up with money. OK, go on. To which my daddy replied. Don't nobody want to watch Negroes dance for an hour. Oh, my God. Get your ass up out my office, boy. Oh, no. And that was that. That was your, that was your fortune. <laughs> yeah. Right out the door. Dang. Yeah. Couldn't watch Soul Train growing up. <laughs> True story. You saw your fortune Wait, dancing. what was your dad's reaction once it became a hit? I can't curse on this podcast. <laughs> but he called it monkey-ish. He was just my dad was just it's the only thing I ever seen my dad just straight up be a hater on that he was, was like legit. Hater. He was just that being was a hater. Hating. He was being a Pure hater. Hating. And yeah. I understand it. I get it. If my homeboy said, Yeah, man, I'm creating something called the cell phone, you want to get in on it? I said, No. 
<laughs> be a hater. <laughs> I hate cell phones. So, oh my god. So yeah, mm. that's that's one of the stories that I tell this year on the show. And I love you that. know, it's 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 a great show. It's a good time and you know, I think it's something people will enjoy. I oh, love that. You should right. have Joanne come on. She's a great storyteller and story. very okay, funny. Come on down. We shoot I'm trying to get her to audition for SNL. <laughs> we shoot it in the strip club, though. Oh, okay. do you have to strip to tell a story? No, it's just, but there's a pole right there, so I don't know what your relationship is with your with Jesus. the pole. <laughs> but yeah, we tell it in the strip club because <laughs> the, the, with the reason being, and I inherited the show from the previous host Ari Shafir, mm-hmm. and its justification for telling the story in a strip club is that. If you're on that stage, there's nothing you could say that's even nearly as crazy as what's probably already happened on the stage. There, yes. So it creates the right atmosphere for you to even hear. Because some of these stories are wild. They're not mundane stories. There's comedians telling stories about the times that they were addicted to drugs and the things they did. Uh, You think Fire Festival was crazy. Well, you know, the good thing about you mentioning the strip clubs, it brings us full circle to the point in which I started this conversation saying you cannot use your insurance to get a boob job. You still Uh can't. Mm, sorry, well, but, but wait a minute. Is this an active strip club? <laughs> while you're no, while the show no, we get the strippers the night off. And then, okay, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Going outside, yeah. Diamond. Have going a, out there a to the snack. Because <laughs> I'm a germaphobe, I ain't touching that pole. <laughs> oh my god, Howie Mandel wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch it. And you know, Howie Mandel is already germaphobe. a crazy germaphobe. Yeah, I'm with him. Wouldn't do it. I'm really? Yeah. Do you, you, won't have, even do you touch rub hands? it like the like the stone at the like yeah. the stump at the Apollo? Yeah, it's not do you a rub good the look pole? Yeah, no. <laughs> you just gotta watch the show. This oh is not God. happening. <laughs> the name of the show. Yeah, oh no, but I'm just curious. Oh my God, you should carry around some Purell. <laughs> I should all the time and wipes on yeah. a regular basis. Roy, we love you. Um, tell the people your social media because um, I love your Twitter. My name is Roy Wood Jr. But put an at sign in front of that. That's Everything I am on every social media channel okay. is at Roy Wood Jr. And put a dot com behind it. What's and that's the, the Jedi? Um, just X Jedi. Just Twitter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be smart and wise, and now I'm ignorant. I love that's that. <laughs> we love it. Well, we love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. We'll check out all of your stuff. Love and y'all. The Fire Festival documentary too, but there's certain parts now that I'm probably going to have to mute. No, you have. I'm you, so I trust me. Hilarious. It is. It to me, it was just shocking. Just, just let it play in the morning while you're getting ready for work. <laughs> you don't even have to look at it. Yes, you do. Just you, let it be white noise in the background. No, because you have to see these people land in the Bahamas expecting to be on a private island and expecting to be in the lap of luxury. Yes. With these in the pit of hell. With these tents. Mm. And they are like tents that were held over from hurricane relief from years before. You ever seen white people in a grocery store when there's not enough lanes open? <laughs> <laughs> it was like that same type of distress. This is ridiculous. What in the world? No. It's said to be a concert. Look, it's, it's that. I'm sorry. It's hilarious. I'm sorry. And I can make these jokes because I gave to the GoFundMe of the Bahamian woman that they raise money for. <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> I gotta go back to I'm work. I'm gonna lose my voice <laughs> again. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh Thank my you, Roy. God. Thank, Thank you for being here. We needed that laugh. My stomach hurts now. Listen, you can catch my cousin Joanne on MSNBC this weekend at 10 a.m. Eastern time, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Please follow her on social media as well because she is forever <laughs> on posting on, on Joanne Reed on everything. And you can catch my cousin Jackie Reed on the Tom Joanne Morning Show Tuesdays and. Fridays at 8.15 a.m. because you know you get up early.
literally, on New York Live at the New York area, on the New York area, Monday through Friday, 11.30 a.m. EST on the Hub today, if you're lucky enough to be in Boston, hopefully it's not snowing, at 12.30 p.m. The Moody Mills are going to be up in Boston, so they can watch it there at, um, well, one Moody Mills is at Harvard. So um, Aisha For good? Uh, like just, for a while? No, for like a semester Oh nice like a semester. So you get one Moody Meals You don't get two You just get one <laughs> It's like a discount Like you can leave off the last um, T for savings saving. You can also catch Jackie Reed On Serious Progress Every Saturday at 2pm EST She like a Jamaican um, uh, And Sundays as well At 9am EST For Inside Her Story Never ever miss it whoop, whoop, Fabulous whoop. interviews Alright Listen that does it for us Tell your friends to subscribe and yes. hit us up on our social media at read this, read that. Leave off the last T for savings on Twitter. Baby, 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 baby.